It's Wednesday, another episode of WeatherWise here, brought to you by 47 ABC News in Salisbury, Maryland. I am meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... I'm meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. All right, Ulysses, welcome back to the podcast. Last week it was uh, me and Sloan. Uh, we discussed uh, Laura and Marco and the tropics, and now we're going to talk uh, about precipitation and what happened in the month of August. Um, happy fall, by the way. Meteorological yes. fall. Yeah, it started, uh, started yesterday on, on Tuesday, September 1st. So. Yeah. I'm going to have you explain that a little bit because some listeners might be like, what are you talking about? It's still summer until at least Labor Day or until at least the official first day of, uh, of fall at the end of September. Yeah. But I guess explain meteorological seasons because we kind of go by them differently. So yeah, so meteorolo meteorological seasons are based on temperatures. So summer is actually June, July, and August. Those are our, the three hottest months of the year. And right now we're into the transition months, which are September, October, November, which is fall. And then the three coldest months are December, January, and February. And then obviously, you know, warming up transition months of spring, which are March, April, and May. And obviously in the astronomical world, you know, that's more based on the Earth's position when it comes to the sun. But that usually happens at the, towards the, the second half of September. So that's when you usually get or right. 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of nighttime. So yes, you have noticed the days are getting shorter. We're now less than 13 hours of daylight. So I can't I'm, believe I'm sorry it. about that, everybody. I'm already noticing it. Like I'm noticing the sun setting a little bit earlier every single day. Um, but yeah, so meteorologists, we kind of, we try to make it as simple as we can. We go in three month increments, you know, when it comes to our seasons. So meteorological fall is here, but astronomical fall, the official first day of fall, not till September 22nd. But I think a lot of us are looking forward to the cooler days and looking forward into the future. We're going to discuss that during the podcast too, because, uh, looking into the future, uh, it does appear we're going to have some more shots of some cooler air as we head towards fall, which is common, you know, it's typical. Yeah. But the big story about August, because now that we've wrapped up the month, let's talk about the rain, Ulysses. We had so much rain. Um, not for everyone. And well, we all had a good amount of rain, uh, but in terms of the amount, Salisbury had way more rain compared to other towns no, yeah, absolutely. on the peninsula. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we I know we covered it a couple of weeks ago where pretty much, you know, northern Delmarva, the midshore in Salisbury, they just got bombarded with rain all across the board. Uh, in Salisbury, you know, close to a foot of rain once it was all Jeez, said and done. Once foot. it's all said and done, uh, you know, definitely we made it into the top five wettest Augustes. Yeah, um, a record-breaking month. Record-breaking month. And it's just, and keep in mind, like we know we mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, a lot of this is not really associated with Isaias. It's just more the fact that we had just thunderstorms that just flared up. We had, you know, occasional troughs, stationary fronts, cold fronts that just came through the region. And, you know, we just got these thunderstorms and a lot of them just kept, you know, falling over the same areas and those rain buckets just continue to add up and add up. But, uh, you know, and, and like Daniel just mentioned before, it's just location, 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 you know, how some areas saw way less rain. I mean, still overall, most of Delmarva had a good month overall, but definitely the, the spread is definitely noticeable, you know, night and day across parts of Delmarva. 
Yeah, and it, again, we we discussed this in a previous podcast. Like, it wasn't all of the tropics. It, most of it wasn't tropical um, influence, at least in terms of an actual tropical storm or a hurricane. Of course, Isaias brought us some rain. But a lot of these days were the pop-up thunderstorms that Ulysses mentioned. We had a lot of flash flooding through the month of August. And uh, the podcast we did, I think it was a couple weeks or a few weeks ago, we discussed that we, we see this pattern continuing through the rest of August. And that's exactly what happened, you yes. know. Ulysses and myself and Sloan Haynes, our morning meteorologist, I think we had, we had so many days where we said on air, well, that's another inch for a, a daily total that we're adding to the rainfall bucket or the rainfall gauge. So we had six days, six days in August, right? Yes. With an inch or more of rain. Yeah. Six days. I mean, that some, some of those days were the days we had flash flooding. Um, so... We had a lot of days with measurable precipitation. We had 16 days out of the 31 days of August with 0.01 or more. Uh, but 17 days if you count a trace or more. Uh, so we had a lot of precipitation um, in Salisbury. Um, and temperature-wise, it was above average, but it, was, it felt much cooler compared to July. And it was. July, we were four and a half degrees above average. And this month, uh, in August, we were three, about 3.8 degrees above average. So it was a cooler month, and we noticed it. But not by much, but kind of. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to explain. Um, 3.8 degrees compared to 4.5 degrees doesn't seem like a lot. But statistically, when it comes to you know, totals and temperature, it is a good amount because we only had nine days with temperatures at or above 90 yes. in Salisbury. Only nine days for August. But July, was it 20? I think we had, uh, yeah, 20. 20 days. 20, 20 days. days in July. Uh, so that was a big, a big difference there in terms of temperatures too. And again, it was the cloud cover and the rain that held back some of those max temps too. So if we didn't have as much rain, it, we could have been hotter most oh, yeah. likely would absolutely have been. and then what's what's interesting when it comes to the rainfall is like a lot of areas especially southern delmarva which we were a little more concerned about because going into the month ending july going into august uh they're starting going into looks like we're going into drought territory and uh wallops here um especially with the rain that they got on saturday 3.87 on the 29th um, that pretty much officially gave them a really good month when it comes to rainfall. So I think with that, that pretty much officially helps uh, that part of Delmarva when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to any possible drought emergence as we go into September. Yeah, because they, they had that drought, at least the concern. There was a moderate drought at one point. Yes. Uh, so that's been wiped out for the most part uh, with the precipitation that's pushed through. So, wow, a foot of precipitation in Salisbury. Uh, for the month, yeah. um, about almost seven inches for wallops. Uh, Georgetown, though, was an interesting story. Georgetown was kind of an outlier when it came to the precipitation. Only three and a half inches of rain. Three and a half inches compared to almost 12 inches in Salisbury. So again, that goes to show you the influence of these pop-up storms and like the difference just a location can make. Yeah. Just, you know, some miles away. Yeah. And yeah, like Daniel just mentioned location and then the fact that, you know, sometimes some of these thunderstorms, just how they develop, how they fall apart. It's possible that, you know, Georgetown was either at the beginning at the or the tail end of a thunderstorm while other areas were 
really just heavily involved within that thunderstorm, and that's really where it poured. I know, uh, you know, Salisbury, Princess Anne, it really got into the action. You know, the, the midshore as well saw a lot more of that rainfall. Um, you know, so yeah, definitely. But still, Georgetown still ended up just slightly above average as well, 0.14. So still on the positive side, but definitely a strong outlier uh, compared to what Salisbury received. And I think what's also interesting about Salisbury is that because of the fact that we had almost a foot of rain, the last time that Salisbury received more than 10 inches of rain in a month, we have to go back to 20 August of 2017. So three years ago <laughs> was the last time that they actually received this much rain in Salisbury. So, um, and like we mentioned previously, it was a this, this month of August, we officially clinched the top five. Yeah. Um, that August in 2017, it was, um, their third wettest August, so 12.23 to be exact if you're uh, keeping track with us. But So in the last few years, we've made it in the top five in terms of precipitation? Yes, month. yes, because even yeah. the fourth wettest was 11.75, and that was in 2011. So a couple wow. of these actually have been in the past decade. Yeah, wow. So it seems like our months, you know, getting hotter, precipitation, we're getting more. seems like the extremes are playing out a little bit more. And... Another stat, Ulysses actually pointed this out to me right before we went on air for our podcast. It's incredible because Georgetown, again, only three and a half inches of rain, Salisbury a foot, but Georgetown had more measurable rainfall days. So Georgetown had more days where there was some rainfall measured compared to Salisbury, but not even close to the amount of total rain yes, in I the rainfall gauge. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's like we know we've been saying, it's just location, how these storms are setting up. Uh, some are just getting just minimal amounts, but yeah. still enough to accumulate. Georgetown had a lot of trace amounts and 0.01 and you know, 0.04 totals, no, yeah. while Salisbury was having 1.04 and one point. So um, definitely a lot more in Salisbury. Yeah, Salisbury had three days with rainfall just over an inch and a half. So, yeah, wow. Uh, so d it definitely... Uh, Definitely, the umbrella was definitely heavily used this month uh, of August. Uh, and, not, you know, a lot of that is just like those thunderstorms. We just had a lot of fronts, troughs, and obviously tropical systems or remnants of tropical systems pushing through the area as well because you can't even forget about Laura too, you know. Uh, right. So uh, we definitely got the remnants of Laura here passing through Delmarva uh, this past weekend. So Exactly. And when you look at the math, if you do the math with the amount of days we had measurable precipitation, Salisbury, a little over 50% of our days had rain. But again, Georgetown had almost three quarters <laughs> of their days with rain, if you count the traces. Yes. Um, so about 74% or so of rainy days. I mean, pretty incredible that most of the days um, for our Delmarva towns, the majority of our August days were kind of gloomy. No, oh, yeah. And rainy. Yeah. Now, having said that, though, some of these days we had over an inch of rain. That was with a thunderstorm, and then it disappeared, and then the sun came out. So some of these days where we had the gloomy, rainy, thunderstorm-type days, we also had sun that day, too. Not all of the days, but, um, again, that's a typical summer pattern, you know. You have some sunshine, and then a heavy storm. We've had a lot of overnight, you know, heavy rain, too, yeah. and, and some thunderstorms pushing through. The type that, you know, wake people up in the middle of the night. No, yeah, wild definitely. thunderstorms. No, yeah, absolutely. Overnight and morning thunderstorms. 
Uh, definitely have been a little more common in the month of August as well. Uh, it definitely has woken me up or at least <laughs> kept me up a little more just to uh, track it before right. I go back to, you know, before going to bed. Definitely. That's what we do because we're like <laughs> tracking the weather 24-7. Yes. You know, even in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely curiosity, looking out the window. Uh, Temperature-wise, too, I mean, everyone was above average, right? Everybody was above like. average, definitely. Um, I don't know if you have time, but we can also talk about 2019 August yeah. because it's, uh, it's very misleading in one aspect, and I think that's the temperatures. Uh, because if you look at 2019 in Salisbury in August, it was actually a bit cooler than it was this past August. <laughs> it was at, the normal departure was 2.6 degrees, which is interesting. But yet, if you look at how many days it was above 90 last August, it was 14 days. Yeah, that made the difference. Yeah, but, so yeah, so, uh, but it didn't make that much of a difference when it comes to the, the whole of the month, because if you take a closer look at those numbers, the back end of the month, we started seeing those cold fronts. We started seeing yeah. those highs in the 70s. We started seeing lows more in the low 60s and upper 50s. We did not see a lot of that this month. Uh, we did not really get a lot of those cold fronts here that we were hoping for in August uh, when it comes to the end of the month to lower us down into those 70s and even right. those morning lows in those upper 50s. So that really made a difference last year with the fact that it was actually a bit cooler yeah. despite the fact that we actually had more 90s to deal with, but it was because of the fact that we had more 70s for highs and low 60s and upper 50s for lows. And also the rainfall last month also was... a. Uh, below average as well. So it was noticeably drier as well um, for last August as well. So definitely um, it was almost flip-flop this month, yeah, this August and last August. Yeah, because this August, this August we had some really warm overnights. Almost every night, most, the majority of our overnight lows were above 70 or 70 or higher. Not every night, of course. Um, but when you look at August of 2019, there were a lot of days, even in the beginning of August of 2019, and the middle and the end, we had a lot of 60s and uh, low 60s and 50s towards the end, Yeah, as you mentioned. So yeah, uh, the 90 degree days last August compared to this August made the difference and the overnight low temperatures really made a difference too. But what that stat also says is we had almost a foot of rain this, this August, but we were warmer this August compared to last August it was only 2.6 degrees above average um, and only four inches of rain. So uh, that kind of goes to show just because you have a lot of rain doesn't mean you're going to be a cooler yeah. than normal. You can't always correlate the amount of rainfall every day or how much rain you had to a cooler month. So that's interesting that we had so much rain this month, this August, but it was much warmer than last August of 2019. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's because, you know, the cloud cover, it will keep us cooler in the, in the highs, but it really won't cool us down at yeah. night. And that's pretty much what happened in this month. And that's why we had these above out a little bit more. It was still cooler than July, but not, uh, felt, still felt noticeably warmer than last August, ironically. Um, and then even this summer as a whole, though, when it comes to the rainfall, it's just... Um, it's really added up. It's a, over yeah. 20 inches of rain for the entire summer. So that's, you know, June, July, and August. So meteorological summer. So uh, definitely pretty wet with, summer. Definitely within striking distance of the top five. Yeah. But we've still had some great beach days. Yes. And before we move on to talk about looking forward 
into yep. September. Let's not forget our beautiful beach town, Ocean City, and talk a little bit about the stats there. Uh, because even the beaches were able to climb into the 90s, you know, for several days. Uh, this August, I believe we had four, four days at or above 90 in Ocean City. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and a lot of days with temperatures above 80. So pretty warm month, the departure uh, compared to average 2.6 degrees above average in Ocean City, um, with the average monthly temperature being 77.5 degrees. Mm -hmm. So it was warm um, precipitation wise, yeah, above average like the rest of us. Ocean City had a little over five inches of rain for the entire month. So it was rainy in Ocean City too, but Ocean City needed that rain as well. Now, don't, don't say that to the vacationers though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want the rain. I actually had someone call me, I think it was this month, or maybe it was July, and she called and said, can you please stop putting thunderstorms in the forecast? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was August, because we pretty much had a storm every single day. I felt like I was living in Florida like meteorologists in Florida, they always put a thunderstorm in their seven-day forecast or at least a slight chance. And it just seemed like we had a chance every single day. And she's like, can you please stop doing that? And I was like, well, I can't. I have to because there's a chance. No, yeah. <laughs> she's like, but every time you do it, I cancel my plans. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, try to listen to the fine print, listen to the full forecast, because usually when we have a thunderstorm in the forecast, we try to explain and we try to say, you know, don't cancel your plans. Just keep an eye to the sky. There's only a 10 or 20% chance. But those days we had 10 or 20% chances, we had some heavy storms those days. But it was only for like one or two towns. So if, we, if we're forecasting a 20% chance of storms and you live in Georgetown, you had a beautiful sunny day and no rain, while Salisbury had over an inch of rain that day. So that's what those random pop-up showers and storms can do. Of course, not everyone's going to see rain on those low pop days, as we call it. So that's all when it comes to August, right? Or do you want to add something else about August for anything? No, I think that's pretty good when it comes to August, pretty much. Yeah, um, how many days did Ocean City have rain? So uh, 13 days with 0.01 or yeah, more? Thir 13, yeah, so, 13 days. So they're not as rainy as Salisbury, but still a good amount of rain. Yep. All right, Ulysses, you want to talk about the future All right, going into September? So, yeah, September right now, uh, the Climate Prediction Center going with warmer than average for those temperatures. Here we go again. And then equal chances on that precipitation. Now, keep in mind, though, that, you know, the Climate Prediction Center, they put these out, uh, you know, ahead of time, usually the month prior. And uh, keep in mind that there's always variables. Uh, you know, we got to keep in mind variables like tropical systems, just... Right. random troughs so you saw like how Salisbury went just berserk here this <laughs> month in August so pretty much September it you know equal chances means it could be the you know could go either direction but obviously with the way the tropics have been um, in July and August who you know who knows definitely but uh, definitely September warmer than average but we're still like you know Daniel mentioned previously though we do have chances of some cooler air arriving as we go throughout the month uh, but definitely those warmer than average, that's something, you know, we'll keep an eye out for, but definitely we'll start seeing more of those cold fronts sneaking in, especially with the fact that the jet stream is finally beginning to, you know, get its act together. It's going to start digging more towards the south and start digging into the U.S. So we'll definitely start feeling those changes and, uh, 
about, you know, it's going to feel good drinking that pumpkin spice latte <laughs> there if you're one of those people, for sure. Right? I never, never got into that. No, neither have never I. Never got into the craze. Yeah, neither have I. But it's interesting because looking at the 6 to 10 day outlook and the 8 to 14 day outlook, which takes you close to the middle of September, it does have us above average, as you said. Um, kind of a, sl a slim section of the East Coast, kind of just the coastal regions, look to stay above average. Um, while the middle of the nation has a big cool, like cold pool, like a big pool of cool air, which to me as a meteorologist, that screams cold fronts, fall, fall air um, pushing in because they typically push in across the northern and Midwest before they get here. Mm -hmm. And when you see that on a six to 10 and eight to 14 day outlook with temperatures that below average, that gives you an indication that we could be in for some nice fall weather eventually on the East Coast in the next couple weeks, perhaps. No, yeah. So we got to look forward to that um, because looking forward, it does appear that we'll start to feel some cooler air, but overall September still probably above average. So I know you're looking forward to the cold fronts. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to turning off my AC for once. Saving like, some money, right? I feel like it's been running since June. So uh, <laughs> it'd be nice to finally turn that off and then uh, obviously, and then obviously if you want to expand a little further here, we could talk about just meteorological fall. So the three month, yeah. the three month outlook. Um, so the climate prediction center has equal chances on precipitation for, so this will be, you know, September, October and November. And then they actually have it much warmer than average when it comes to those temperatures yeah. for those three months. So they actually go a little bit higher on the warmer end for the next three months. But like, you know, with Daniel and I are preaching right now, uh, things can change, you know, the jet streams, uh, you know, obviously what's happening in the tropics, all these variables can all, yep. you know. So we do see fall weather ahead. We see the cold fronts the, uh, going into the long range. And I know you're probably like, well, duh, it's fall. So we're gonna start to feel the fall effects. Yes, that's true, but not always. Not always, because last year it was hot all the way through early October. Yes. I mean, we had some 90 degree days in October last year. Um, so what we're saying now is in the computer, long, the computer range, the long range computer models are showing some colder air, cooler air pushing in, which will bring us some really nice, comfortable fall days. As we mentioned, probably in the next week and a half to two weeks, we'll start feeling that on the East Coast. Labor Day weekend's looking pretty nice yeah. um, right now. So. It's coming, so we see that in the future, but we also see a very active hurricane season, and we've been talking about that like we're broken records over and over again, so we just need to be prepared for that too, yeah. and that possibility all the way through October and even November, because hurricane season doesn't end until the end of November. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta keep an eye on it. And obviously the interesting thing about cold about uh, you know tropical cyclones as we now get into the fall is that the cold fronts will be the guiding force of them. And you usually will feel, how do I put this in a way where it doesn't sound bad, but unfortunately if, if a tropical cyclone impacts you at this time of the year, you get a cold front ironically, and it actually, the weather feels really nice after. So the cleanup, stuff like that usually tends to be better in that aspect. It's okay. kind of weird. It's not like how, unfortunately, if you get a hurricane in say July or August, there's usually not a cold front attached to it. Yeah. So that cleanup, it just, it almost feels just as it was before it happened. Nasty so, and humid. And so, um, so yeah, so we're going to see those tropical cyclones. We still have to monitor them, but there's definitely going to be more of a guiding 
forces now coming into play now with the jet streams and the cold fronts and the troughs. And cold fronts usually, they can save us. They can kick those hurricanes out to sea. So yeah, absolutely. We're hoping that's, that'll be the case. Stay tuned. And then what's after fall? Winter. Yep. And dang. it better be a good winter, I'm telling you this. And when I say good winter, I mean it better be snowy. Yeah. Because Mother Nature, you cheated us last year. Yeah. Well, me. You cheated me and snow lovers because we pretty much had no snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got our only we got our really our biggest snowfall in still meteorological fall in November. Yeah. That half an inch of snow in November. So uh mm -hmm. we'll yeah. see. We'll be of course doing a winter outlook coming up in November uh, or late October. And we'll keep you guys updated about that. But anyway, let's not jump to winter yet. You know, fall just started. All right, anyway. Um I digress. Everyone stay safe and um Join us next Wednesday for another episode of Weatherwise, where we bring you weather wisdom. Absolutely. Take care, everyone.